You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 153. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio, another Friday edition where I bring you another story of a woman who has done the work and has been able to be successful. And today's guest is Alice Hansen. And one of the reasons that I wanted to bring Alice on the podcast was because I I feel like she has a story that many of you may have. And one of the things that I really want to highlight about Alice's story is that one, when she came into Macros 101, she had been counting macros for a year. And so I get this question a lot of, is Macros 101 only for someone who's like brand new to tracking or brand new to macros? And I get it. Okay. I suck at naming things. (laughs) I blame my lack of creativity on the name that I came up with. Um, And I get it like 101, it makes it sound like it's like a beginner course or beginner program. And that's my fault. (laughs) I should have named it something better, but I didn't. I named it Macros 101 because I'm, I I hesitate to say I'm not creative because that's a story I used to tell myself, but my creativity with naming stops at the name biceps after babies. So anyway, I digress. People ask me all the time, is this for somebody who is brand new to macros? Or if I've been counting macros for a long time, am I going to find value in it? And Alice is somebody who had been counting macros for a year prior to joining Macros 101. And uh, she you know, kind of was like on again, off again, hadn't really seen success, wasn't really able to stick to it, didn't really know how to like make it work for her. And sh- those are all the things that she learned inside of the program. So we talk a little bit about this idea of the macro dieter. Now, if you haven't ever heard of me talk about the macro dieter, it's a very common occurrence in, I would say like the macro counting sphere of people who turn macro counting into a diet where it just becomes another restriction, You have to hit your numbers. If you don't hit your numbers, well, then you did it wrong and you need to do it better. And if you aren't eating 150 grams of protein, then you're never going to see results. And if you don't hit your numbers, then you just stop tracking because, well, what's the point? This like whole bringing this whole dieter mentality into macro counting. And it's very, very common. So if you're listening to that and you're like, yeah, check, check, check. I do all of those things. It's very common. And um, just because it's very common doesn't mean it has to be that way. And so you know, a lot of what I'm doing is I talk about having women step into this new identity of the macro scientist. And the macro scientist is um, much less emotional, much more logical, maybe able to make good, solid decisions based on feedback from her body to be able to adjust moving forward, to be able to get the results that she wants. And it's such a much more empowering place to be when you're using macro counting and becoming that scientist rather than that emotional, reactive, um, oh my gosh, the world's ending. Oh my gosh, I didn't do it right. I'm not going to get results type of person. And so Alice had that experience is like, she had the experience. She knew about macro counting. She like, she had the knowledge. And we also know that knowledge isn't what actually gets you results. It's a piece. 
Like we have to have certain knowledge and you can have all the knowledge in the world. And if you don't take action on that knowledge, you don't implement that knowledge consistently, you're not going to actually get a different result. So Alice has this experience of having a lot of knowledge, having a, a lot of book knowledge, and yet not really able to apply it to her life. And when she joined Macros 101, she had this incredible transformation of just like her identity and who she was, um, stepping into this new version of herself. And I'm going to let her share that story because it's it's a great one. Um, but I really just want you to, as you're listening, be reminding yourself of the difference between learning something and applying it. Because I see, especially in um, the fitness industry, that a lot of times people are holding on to this idea that they just need to learn more. That if they just took more courses, if they just read more books, if they just followed more people on Instagram, if they just had more knowledge, then things would change. And what I find over and over and over again is that knowledge is important. Don't get me wrong. You need to have knowledge. And yet a bunch of people, plenty of people have knowledge and aren't actually applying it. And there's a lot of reasons for that that I coach through you know, inside of Macros 101. But if you find yourself knowing what to do and not doing it, then you've, you've proved my point. <laughs> we all know we're supposed to exercise and eat healthy and how many of us actually execute on that. And so this idea that knowledge isn't the end all be all, but it's a stepping stone. And then it's that application that really makes the difference. So without further ado, let's hop into the interview with Alice. I am so excited to have a chance to be able to have a conversation with Alice Hansen. Alice, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be here. This is really going to be fun. I'm just really honored that Alice is willing to come on and share her story. And I think some of you who are listening to this episode are going to find yourself in her story. And um, that's really exciting because it's going to kind of give you hope and a view of like what's possible for you on the other side as, as Alice walks through the kind of the journey that she's been on. So Alice, just to kind of give uh, the listeners a little bit of an overview of where you were at prior to coming and joining Macros 101, like what were you struggling with? What, what felt really hard? Um, you know, where were you at when you made that decision to come and join us? Sure. So before Macros 101, I was in a place where I was struggling with my identity and just shedding some old pieces of my identity that were important to me, but that were really no longer serving with serving me. And I was um, doing a lot of research about what the next steps were going to be for me. And um, I was in a place where my kids didn't need me like they used to. They were getting older. I had quit my job to raise my kids. And so I was just in this place of really rediscovering myself and also shedding the identity of being a competitive runner for 20 years. And dealing with an injury that sidelined me that I wasn't going to be able to do what I loved. And I kept thinking, I need, I want to strengthen my bones. I want to be strong. I um, need to start doing something else. So I really consumed a lot of content. Um, I listened to most of your podcasts and read Atomic Habits by James Clear and discovered macro counting and was really, um, I had a lot of knowledge and I would probably say I was a macro dieter. I did not know how to really push past, um, the knowledge I was consuming and put it into action. 
it's so good. And it's such a common experience because we all know that like knowledge is power, right? We always hear that like knowledge is power. And you're like me. It's like, when you want to learn something, you're going to go and like find all the resources and you're just going to like learn, 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 which is amazing. And it's so helpful. And that knowledge is very helpful. But what you're talking about is what we see all the time is that um, knowledge is really helpful, but then it doesn't really change anything unless it's like that application of that knowledge. And that's where it's like this missing piece of like, how do I apply what I'm learning? How do I adjust my macros? How do I tweak it? How do I make it work for me rather than the other way around? And so we have, we talk about this, um, this idea of the macro dieter and um, identifying with this idea that like you've taken macro counting and turned it into a diet. So when you came into macros 101, had you been counting macros for a while? Yeah, I had been counting macros for off and on for about a year, but I wasn't doing anything with them. I was like, oh, I'll track um, my fitness pal. But if I ate over or my goal, I wouldn't track it. I'd be like, meh, Mm -hmm. whatever. So I really wasn't seeing the results I wanted. Yeah. And that's super common. Um, and that's one of like the things that we highlight about the macro dieters, someone who like, if you hit your numbers, like, yeah, you're going to track it, (laughs) but it's like the moment that you don't, or you know that you're not going to hit it, or you can't track it accurately, then it's like, you stop tracking again tomorrow. Um, yeah. So I think that's awesome to share with people that you had been tracking for a year because a lot of times, and I will, I will raise my hand and say that I am terrible at naming things macros 101 people are like oh it's just for like beginning macro counters so what was your experience in like having coming into macros 101 already had tracking macros for a year like was there anything for you to learn so much for me to learn in macros 101 (laughs) I felt like I thought I knew I didn't feel like I knew everything I feel like I thought I had a good handle and this was just going to be like the bump I needed to lose the weight that I wanted but really, you're sneaky in Macros 101. And oh, sneaky. I, <laughs> I realized I had a lot of underlying emotional things I needed to deal with. And that's the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, it's like the secret. It's the secret that you don't find out until, until you get in. So, um, you know, when you clicked purchase, what was your goal in coming in? Like, what did you think you were coming in to do? And then what actually happened? Yeah, I thought I was coming in to really learn more of the science behind macros and really how to reverse properly. That was like my biggest goal. If I can just figure out how to reverse, then I'll then I'll be fine. If I, you know, um but what did I really learn? Is that your question? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't even uh, I'll try my best, but what I really learned is that um I discovered who I was and I discovered an identity and I discovered that, um, I could do hard things and I could show up for myself. And, um, yeah, I learned how to show up for myself and I learned how to take action, which is funny to say, because I would think, Oh yeah, I take action every day. I do, but it's different. You learn it differently in macros one-on-one. You said that you discovered who you are. Who would you say that you are? Well, before I would say that I was a victim and I was a woman who always th- thought things just happened to me. I was cranky. I had a short fuse. 
I had, I was an emotional eater. I hid cookies in my closet for the bad day where I would just put the kids downstairs, watch a show and go eat my sleeve of cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I made a conscious choice to say goodbye to that woman. I remember listening to Melissa Porter on podcast 124 and really identified with her story of just saying goodbye to this victim mentality, this cranky mom, this woman who I knew I was letting go of an identity. And I really made a choice after listening to that and learning what I did in Macros 101 to take action I have control over my life and step into a confident version of myself to believe in my success. I think if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to go very far. It's just your old habits are just going to keep, keep showing up. So I think that was a huge piece. And then just grow and keep using the tools that I learned and believe in myself and keep saying these things over and over to myself. I'm worthy of the time it takes that I spend on myself. My success is inevitable. Um, I am confident. I am enough. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy of the time that I spend on myself. I think that that's, was huge. That's a huge affirmation. Will you kind of talk about that and how that's changed your perspective? Yeah. Well, I, I'm the type of person that will show up for other people at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an Enneagram too. I serve others. Yep. I'll be there for you. Be there for you. Um, But I don't let others show up for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized that in this, if I don't show up for myself and if I don't take care of myself and if I don't believe that I'm worthy of the time that I spend on myself, I'm never going to get to where I want to go. Mm Yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to be there for my family the way I want to be or for my friends the way I want to be. Yeah. And you made a really good friend in Macros 101. A really good accountability partner. Will you kind of talk about that relationship and what that did for you and, and has and continues to do for you in your journey? Yeah, I think a huge awesome part of Macros 101 is the community for sure. You're in a, you're in a group with like-minded people who have the same goal, who are um, going in different seasons of their life, but going through something similar. So um, I had a friend who, you know, we would post in the group and she would say, Oh gosh, I identify so much with what you're saying. And we kind of kept saying that to each other. And I finally reached out to her and said, Hey, do you want to be accountability partners? Like, <laughs> Which felt kind of weird. Like, do you want to be my friend? Does it feel like you're like proposing to somebody? Like, what if they say no? Like, can we be friends? (laughs) And so I think for like 110 days, we've been texting back and forth every day. We haven't missed a day and just encouraging each other. And I feel like you need somebody outside of your family. Like I have my husband Mm -hmm. who's great and that supports me, but somebody who really understands the journey, Mm -hmm. I would say, um, that has been a huge, huge gift to me and I know to her as well. Yeah. It's been so awesome to see you guys in the community just supporting and showing up for each other um, and pushing each other. That's one of the things I think I think the mark of a true friend is somebody who sometimes sees the potential that you have that you don't quite yet see and they like hold you to that standard. And so what I've seen you guys do in the group is like push each other of like, no, no, no. She has a really good story and she should share that story. And I think that's what good friends do is they, is they make us show up as our best version of ourselves. Cause they see that in us even sometimes before we see that in ourselves. 
Um, and that's been so exciting to see you guys as accountability partners really show up for each other in, in such a big way. And I know it's been such a blessing in both of your lives to be able to have, have that person um, in your journey. So I think that's so awesome. Um, you talked about um, listening to Melissa Porter's episode uh, as kind of a little bit of a pivotal moment. Were there any other like moments during the, the process where you were like, had like an aha moment or had like a realization that really shifted things for you from this like cranky, and I'm using your words, yeah, cranky, please. like, like um, victim mentality version of Alice that you started with moving to this at more empowered feels like she's enough shows up for herself in a big way. Um, I, I think that, that first of all, that transition is, is huge and it's major. And I know that there are women listening who are like, yes, I, I would love to be that, that version. <laughs> I would love to be that version. How did you do it? Like, what was the <laughs> process that like brought you from that victim mentality into this new version of Alice? Yeah. Well, I think the, the huge part is the belief that I'm worthy and I'm worth the time I put into myself. But I think a huge part was seeing other people step into that version before me and knowing mm. if they can do it, I can do it. Yes. And another piece was being brave enough in the beginning of Macros 101 to post about my why and going back and forth with Lene. Mm-hmm. And and saying, well, I think I know it's be- my why is because I'm worth it. I'm worthy. And I'm like, but why am I worthy? Mm. She's like, because you are. Mm. Because you're Alice. Because you were put on this earth to do great things. Because, you know, and she just drilled down. And I remember reading and going back and forth and just sobbing. Mm. And just like, I don't know. Just like, mm. I don't even know this woman. And she is building me up. And she is telling me I'm worthy and she believes in me. Mm-hmm. I think that was like this awakening I needed. And is what's so great about the group and the coaching is that you have all these people that believe in you. Like Shari believed in me. Linnea believed in me. You believe in us, mm-hmm. all these other people cheering you on. And you're like, gives you motivation to keep going, keep going, keep going. Yes. Mm-hmm. These people see things that I don't even see yet. Yeah. Um, and here's what I love that you said, uh, you that you know it's almost like other people believed it for you first and you had this idea that like if other people can do it then I can do it first and I think what's so awesome is that now Alice you get to be that for somebody else because I Mm -hmm. guarantee that there's somebody who's listening who is in that position who is hearing your story and is like that's me like I identify so much with where Alice was and now how awesome it's like a full circle moment that other people were that for you and now you get to be that for other people and I I love bringing clients on because I think being able to be that for someone else to help them believe in themselves is like one of the greatest joys that I have as a coach is like, I'll believe in you so hard until you freaking just believe in yourself. And I will hold that space for you um, until you get there. And I think it's so, it's so amazing that you get to be that for, for other people now. And I will say, here's something that I really want to like highlight for you, Alice, um, because um, coaching can only happen when uh, vulnerability and openness happens. I, as a coach, Lene as a coach, we can't coach anybody who doesn't isn't willing to like ask a question or who isn't willing to like be vulnerable and share what they're thinking. And so I think it's such a it's such a reminder to everybody who's listening that if you want if you want things to change, 
you have to be willing to go through the process of what it's going to take. And a lot of times going through that process is like sharing things that are scary to share, putting up a post that's scary to say, like, here's my why being willing to go back and forth with somebody who's working through this with you to dig down. Like Lene can't do that on her own. That requires you showing up for yourself in, in a big way. And, um, those clients who get the best results are those who are willing to go through the process, the uncomfortableness, the vulnerability of like saying, Hey, I need help. And then allowing themselves to be coached. Um, and you were that like you remain coachable and that's why you're able to get that breakthrough that you had. Um, so we've talked a lot about this identity shift that you've been able to kind of step into this new version of Alice. Um, What'd you say that is the biggest result? What are, what are some other results, I guess, that you got from that process, physical or mental or emotional or whatever comes up for you? Well, I lost 10 pounds. That was huge. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and fun. Um, and I really discovered like, I can do awesome things. Like I believe in myself and I started doing builder workouts and I am believing in myself that my success is inevitable. And I don't think I could have I've always said to myself, oh, I can't build my own workout or I can't lift. I always hurt my back or the same. Like, no, I believe in myself. I can do this. So I decided to invest in myself that way because I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen your pictures. <laughs> I'm and building some muscle. I know. <laughs> and that's so exciting. Um, and I think, I mean, this is such a great way to like wrap up uh, this episode is because um, before you can before you can get anywhere, right? Before you can go anywhere, we've talked about this idea of like having to believe that it's possible and then almost having to like tape that step into the dark and uh, get ready to fly. And I feel like that's what you've kind of done is like, I'm just going to take this step into the dark. I don't know if I can build my own workouts. I don't know if I can do these things, but I'm willing to believe that someone else thinks it's possible and I'm willing to step into the dark and I'm willing to, to fly. And it's been um, awesome to be able to see you go through go through that transformation. Um, last, last question. If somebody is, if you're talking to a friend who's thinking about joining macros one-on-one, what would you tell them? That this is a lifelong gift that you will discover things about yourself that you never thought you would. You will, um, you won't ever regret it that you are worth it. Like, I think that is the biggest thing you are worth it. And, um, I just, I want to like shout from the rooftops, everybody do it. And it's hard to even summarize why, but I just think that, um, you'll discover the you that you've always wanted to be. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Alice and were inspired by her story and um, what she shared in the episode. Such a, it's so amazing. It's such an honor to be able to, interact with these women and be able to have a front row seat to their transformations. I'm always very clear as a client, as a coach that, um, it's, you know, I create an environment, I coach, I stand by somebody, but at the end of the day, they do the work. And so I'm super proud of my clients. Um, but I also recognize that it's not about me. It's about them doing the work and, coming out on the other side like Alice has. And it's just an honor to be able to have a front row seat to that process. If you are tired of your only tool for transformation being restriction and deprivation, and you want to be able to look in the mirror and see results, but 
you're not willing to have to choose between ice cream and seeing progress, then my upcoming free five-day challenge is for you. In this five-day challenge, you're going to learn how easy and fun it can be to crush your goals and do it without cutting out sugar, without doing hours and hours and hours of cardio, or starting a restrictive diet. In the five days, you'll have the formula for results without having to overhaul your lifestyle, which means that you're going to get to eat what you like and be able to see the changes in the mirror. Because the truth is, and you know this on some level, that misery does not get you better results. And when you cut out your favorite foods, well, that just, it usually backfires, which is why in the five days to a fitter you challenge, it's going to be all about making your, reaching your goals as enjoyable and effective as possible. Here's things I'm not going to ask you to do. I am not going to ask you to go through your cabinets and throw out anything with sugar in the ingredients. I am not going to force you to gnaw on, you know, dry chicken breast and broccoli five days a week. There are going to be no rules about what time of day that you have to eat or how you have to space out your meals. Instead, you'll get access to tried and tested mini challenges every single day that will make your fitness journey easy and maybe even fun. I'm not even going to say maybe. It will be so much more fun than the old way you've probably been doing it. I'm going to take you through many of the same exercises and education during these five days that I give my paying Macros 101 clients, including a unique goal-setting exercise on day two that is typically one of the highlights of the week. In fact, if you've been at all curious about what it's like to work with me inside of Macros 101, think about this five-day challenge as a free sneak peek week. If you are someone who wants to crush your fitness goals and you want to do it without deprivation, without restriction, and without cookie-cutty dieting, then this challenge is for you. Go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash challenge to register for the free five days to a fitter you challenge starting August 23rd. If you like the podcast, you are going to love our five-day challenge. So go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash challenge and see how fun it can be to hit your goals. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.